When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We as fans so often put an emphasis on fighters who have strong chins, but what we don't talk about as often, which is equally impressive, is the fighters who make their opponents miss, particularly when they're up against some of the best strikers in the world. So join me today as we look at a bunch of bouts where the absolute greatest and most feared fighters on their feet couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, a massive shout out to our biggest channel supporters in our Hall of Famers, and these are 10 times elite strikers hit nothing but air. Number 10. Anderson Silva versus Daniel Cormier. We kick things off with probably the most elite striker ever, or at least a man who is in the argument for it, Anderson Silva. The Spider had 23 career knockouts, some of which are the most spectacular we've ever seen. He was also incredibly precise, very rarely missing. His career percentage significant strikes landed of 61 puts him in very elite company. When you consider that Poetan sits right now at number four all time in that category in UFC history with 62%, but there was one anomalous fight where that that was not the case, and anomalous is probably the best word to even describe Anderson Silva's fight with Daniel Cormier, because it never should have happened. The two were slapdash thrown together at the last second to salvage UFC 200 after JBJ was forced out of the main event for being a bad boy, leaving DC with no dance partner. The fight would go the distance and see near total dominance from the former double champ. The Spider was only able to connect on 17 of 43 significant strike attempts, putting him at 39% in the bout. That's a 22% drop from his average and an all-time low for his career. Ironically, it only took a single kick to the liver to have almost pulled off the upset late in the bout, but alas, Silva was unable to get the job done. Number 9. Junior Dos Santos versus Curtis Blades There's no denying that JDS is one of the most elite strikers the UFC heavyweight division has ever seen. He has the second most knockout wins, six performance bonuses, the most knockdowns landed, and the second most significant strikes. If that isn't enough to justify his resume here, I don't know what could possibly convince somebody. But that was not the case at all when he fought Curtis Blades in 2020. The two-round fight, which saw no takedowns, in case you were wondering, this is a Curtis Blades fight we're talking about after all, saw... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
JDS land a mere 23% of his total strikes before being finished early in the second round. Now, Dos Santos pretty consistently lands 47% of his significant strikes, so he landed half as much as he normally does. Shorter fight or not, that is unusual and it's a huge part of why Blades was able to secure the victory. This bout would be a career low for Dos Santos, and given that he's had the fifth most UFC heavyweight bouts, I'd say that's a fairly significant stat. Number 8. Edson Barbosa versus Habib Nurmagomedov My lasting memory of Edson Barbosa Barbosa's fight with Habib Nurmagomedov was the absolute suffocation of the Brazilian by Habib. It was like he could not get him off of him. The Eagle had 10 minutes of control time in a 15-minute bout, and he threw 246 shots, landing 154 of those. What's more fascinating, though, and something I didn't pay attention to at the time, was just how badly the elite striker did do when he was on his feet. Barbosa, of course, is known for his killer kicks, and over the course of his 28-fight run, and averaged landing 44% of his significant strikes. His all-time career low would come against Habib, however, when Edson was only able to connect on 25 of his 76 attempts for a very uncharacteristically low 32%, a 12-point drop-off from his usual. Barbosa put forth a serious effort but hit absolutely nothing but the canvas where he was taken down and battered for 15 minutes. Number 7. Alistair Overeem vs. Shogun Hua You may not know this, but Alistair Overeem is the most accurate striker in UFC history. The Reem sits at a ridiculous 74.3%, which is even crazier when you consider that the man had 20 bouts in the promotion. So not only was the Reem an elite striker in terms of his finishing ability with 25 KO TKOs, he was also unusually accurate. So that got me thinking the Accuracy King has had to have had a time where he just couldn't connect. And sure enough, it happened just once all the way back in Pride. Now, mind you, this was not a long fight. It lasted all of 3 minutes and 37 seconds, which I completely understand sounds like a pretty short amount of time to gauge that kind of thing. But Reem and Shogun fought once before two years previous, a fight that only lasted six minutes, and in that one, Overeem threw less strikes but landed twice as many as this fight. So yes, this fight did not go long, but it is the only time that Reem has missed the way he did. On 26 attempts, Alistair would only land nine times, putting him at 34%, and it would cost him as he would be defeated via ground strikes. Number 6. Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sandhagen. There is an argument to be made that Cheeto Vera is the best UFC bantamweight striker ever. He's got six knockouts, that's the second most all-time, six performance bonuses, the most knockdowns landed in the division's history, and the fifth most significant strikes. So if he's not number one, he's certainly in the top five discussion. When it comes to landing, Vera hits half of the significant strikes that he throws on average across his 19 bouts in the division. That number would be a bit higher if not for his fight with Corey Sandhagen, bringing that average down a bit though. The two top contenders would throw down in a five-round main event earlier this year that saw Vera land a whole lot of nothing while getting thoroughly defeated by his lanky opponent. On 158 attempts, Cheeto would only land 58. That's just... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
36%, a whole 14 points below what he usually does. Hilariously, despite clearly losing, one judge would award the fight to Vera. Number 5. Lyoto Machida vs. John Jones The Dragon is only known for two things, his renowned karate prowess and his choice of sports drink. But man, you go back to 2011 when Machida fought JBJ, Lyoto was just unlike anything we'd ever seen. His striking was terrifying. It didn't look like most other fighters, he was fast and precise, and more than anything, he was sudden. Coming off his spectacular crane kick finish of Randy Couture, Machida would get a chance to regain his title, but unfortunately, he would have to do so against the greatest fighter of all time, and wouldn't you know it, turns out John's defense is just as good as his offense. The two-round fight would famously see Machida choked out standing, but before that, the dragon missed for nearly 10 minutes straight, throwing 38 significant strikes and only connecting with 13 of them. Throughout his career, Machida has consistently landed at 53%, Bones would knock that down a whole 19%, a career low in Lyoto's ill-fated title challenge. Number 4. Valentina Shevchenko vs. Amanda Nunes 2 On the list of greatest strikers in WMMA history, the bullet is going to be right near the top. It's not even a question. She had a 60-fight kickboxing career before her time in the cage, and then she's gone on to be the best flyweight ever, with seven title defenses in a row. And while her game has become very well-rounded in time, there is no doubt that her best asset still is her striking game. Valentina has a significant strike accuracy average of 53, which is pretty damn solid and lines up with plenty of the other elite strikers on this list. But her all-time least accurate performance would come in a fight that Benny felt she actually won, that being her rematch with Amanda Nunes for bantamweight gold. When the two fought the first time, Val landed a bit lower than average at 41% and would see herself lose on all three judges' cards. In their rematch, she would land at an even lower percentage, but of course it's not about how many that hit, it's about how effective they are, so while many felt that Shevchenko could have been rightly given the judges' nod in this one, she only landed 72 of 194 significant strikes, putting her at a career-low 37%, that is 16 points down. Not that it was a bad performance, if anything, that stat just makes me appreciate the GOAT even more. Number 3. Stephen Thompson vs. Darren Till Much like Lyoto Machida, Stephen Thompson is only known for two things. He's nice as shit, and he's really good at karate. The Wonder Boy has been a wonder striker ever since entering the UFC all the way back in 2012, and he's pretty fairly consistently landed significant strikes at a 45% clip. His opus against Kevin Holland recently saw him land 62% of 260 strikes. That is insane. And while Tyron Woodley actually did a pretty great job of avoiding Thompson's precision strikes, the one fighter who made Steven miss the most was Darren Till back in 2018. This is crazy because this was not a short fight. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It was a full 25-minute main event, and Thompson threw 127 strikes. So it wasn't like he just didn't have any offense. And of course, this was not one of those fights where a wrestler held him down or something. When it was all said and done, Thompson would only land 30 of 126. That's 23% of his significant strikes, basically half his average. Till didn't exactly land a ton either, but he did do enough to earn the 
WD victory. Number two, Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Now, I know that this one being rated this high will make some of you feel as if there's recency bias here, but no other fighter on this list lost their title and had the lowest significant strike landed percentage of their entire career. The loss that Izzy took to Sean Strickland earlier this month will be forever among the greatest upsets of all time, and while much was said about Adesanya's inability to defend himself from the many one-twos that came his way, he was also missing a ton. Stylebender averages 48% significant strikes landed. He's known for his crisp and elite kickboxing skills and his precision strikes. I mean, one of the guy's most famous lines is, I don't throw and hope, I aim and fire. Well, on that night, Izzy aimed with 271 significant strikes, and he only landed 94 of them, 14% lower than his average, and the very lowest of any fight in his entire career at 34%. I don't know how a fight between these two will go a second time if we get it, and maybe this was Sean's best day and Izzy's worst, but you cannot deny the fact that that guy completely thwarted one of the most devastating offensive strikers in MMA history. Number 1. Mirko Krokop versus Fedor Emelianenko It was the biggest fight ever at the time. The best heavyweight in the world is the best fighter in the world by default, right? Because presumably they could beat anybody of a lower weight class. So when the two best heavyweights on the planet in Fedor Emelianenko and Mirko Krokop finally met at Final Conflict 2005, that's exactly what it was. The fight to determine who is the best in the entire world. Krokop, of course, a world-class kickboxer. By the time of this fight, he had 11 knockout wins in Pride alone, and was probably the most feared striker on the planet at the time. Fedor, of course, was the best, but those kicks by Mirko could send your head into low orbit. On average, Krokop had a significant strike percentage across his career of 50, which makes his performance against Fedor absolutely insane because he would land a career low of only 20% on 48 attempts. I mean, that is just nuts. The fact that he was only able to throw 103 total strikes in the fight is a testament to just how stupid good Fedor was. I keep finding new ways to appreciate this bout, and Krokop being able to land but 10 significant strikes is a new one. I'll tell you who never misses, though. The editor of this video, Luke Taylor. Please send him some precision love on his socials. You know who else is perfect? Our channel champions. You guys are the freaking best. If you want to be the best, too, hit that join button down below the video. There's all kinds of good fun to be had if you're a channel member. If not, liking and subscribing would be just swell as well. Sound off in the comments about other fights where elite strikers missed the mark. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Please go do something nice for yourself today. I'm out of here.